Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. Um, you're getting ready to enjoy another episode of Storytime. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about it's chapter nine. It's location, location, location. Why bouncing around will ruin your career. And now there's a lot of different ways to ruin your career, but one of the things I've seen uh, lead to either the stagnation of growth or the downfall of a stylist is when they bounce around. There's a lot of reasons people do bounce around. So in this chapter, I'm going to share some of the things I think that will help you avoid those pitfalls and establish a solid foundation so you're ready to really take off. So I think you guys are going to enjoy this. Uh, Get ready. You're going to get some takeaways. I'm fired up. Thanks for being here. And now on to the podcast. All right, we are live. Looks like we're live on Facebook. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Live on the gram, live on Instagram. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You're in the right place. You're ready for some story time. Had some technical difficulties this morning. Holy moly. Trying to get this live on Facebook Zoom going on so I could have my, um, could have our live Instagram with you guys and have live Facebook with you guys. But it took a minute. It took a minute. They did not make it easy. They were not They were not letting it happen easy this morning. Um, but super excited to be back with you guys for story time. Got a little different setup going on today. If you're watching, if you're tuning in live on the book of face, you're gonna see a little different view. If you're tuning in live on Instagram, I've got you guys over here. You're gonna see a little different view. Let me try to get Get the uh, get the lighting right for you, so you can see what's going on. I'm excited to be here. Excited to get this new setup. A little test run today. Um, so we're looking same set, different different setup. So we're looking a little different today. Hope you guys are doing well. This is story time with Sunny D. If you're listening in on the podcast, thanks for being here. If you're listening in on the book of face, the Facebook, thanks for being here. If you're tuning in on the gram, thanks for being here. Got a lot of different streams going on today. Got a lot of different ways we're connecting. So what story time is each and every morning, I come to you guys and read you a story, read you a chapter from one of the uh, YFY books in the book series. There's two books right now. We've got the first year in the beauty industry if you're just getting started in your career this is going to be a guidebook a gps a a guide for that navigating that first critical 12 to 18 maybe 24 months for some people you know i've got people that are 30 years in the game that are coming back and reading this book and you know resetting and restarting their career why would somebody do that a lot of reasons but one of the main reasons is maybe they're not uh, where they want to be yet maybe they haven't quite got you know got to the mountaintop or not or not sure how to find the mountaintop so that's one of the reasons um so for whatever reason it's a tool i go back to it even just going through the story time this is episode eight even just reading through um, story time every single morning monday through friday when i come with and sit with you guys since we've been on the corona 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 economy a lockdown um, I've been like having a lot of fun doing this, but I've been, as I'm going back through, you know, editing these chapters in real time, editing them for you, for me, 
and I'm getting a bunch of takeaways. Um, I always look at myself as kind of a first year, kind of a future professional, kind of somebody that's just getting started, kind of somebody that's, you know, I've got so much to learn. And, you know, it's like, it's like um, I don't know if it was a movie or, or what the line was, but it was like so much to do in so little time. And that's how I feel, you know, every year that goes by, right? You're maturing, you're, you're getting another year smarter, hopefully a year taller, maybe not a year hopefully fitter. Uh, but every year, it's like I'm, I'm learning more. I'm trying to consume more, you know, just to strengthen my knowledge base and where that comes in play um, and why I'm, I'm pushing you know, that on myself, I'm, I'm sharing that with the world, everybody I get a chance to get in front of, where that comes into play is when something like this happens, right? When something like the coronavirus comes and then you find out, oh man, I'm in a, I'm in a industry that's considered non-essential, but that doesn't mean that my income is non-essential because I don't know about you guys, but my bills are still coming in. Uh, my, you know, my mailbox bills are coming in. My uh, payments, people knocking on my email inbox. Hey, we're we gonna get paid today. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, the check is in the mail. Um, that's the, that's the that's a good one. You want to push them off for a couple of days. But here's the thing, you know, even if you're at home right now. And I'm constantly getting updated. I just got a text. Um, you know, I'm in the Tampa Bay area. I just got a text that now it's like mandatory. I know in our salons in Texas, I think it's already mandatory. If you go outside in public and you're not able to maintain six feet away from somebody, you must wear a face mask. I mean, that's just kind of the way it's going. I've been limited in my exposure. Haven't really gone out of the house except to get groceries or except if I'm not able to get my my uh, my deliveries out through my mail my mailman if I miss his pickup I've got to go to the post office those are the only things um, you know buying a little groceries that can last me so I'm not having to go back I was a guy that would like to go you know every day you know go through pick up some fresh food on that day uh, but that's not the world we're living in now so we're all kind of adjusting and changing and you have to be flexible it's almost like you have to be a little gumby in a way and if you're younger you may not know you're like who the hell is gumby um, but if you're a little older maybe you remember gumby being this little rubber um, doll that you know it kind of can bend it and you can contort it and you could like you know bend his arms bend his bend his legs and you could turn him into all kinds of different shapes and it was kind of fun, you know, but it was like one of those toys where it's like, if you gave that to a kid today, they'd be like, what the hell? Like, why do you hate me? Like, what are you, what, what are you doing? This, what is this? Is there, is this an app? Like, so it's not, it's, but it's one of those toys. If you're, if you're poor growing up, you know, getting a Gumby toy and you spend hours just contorting this guy into different shapes. Um, but the key with that is flexibility. Uh, you gotta be flexible, you gotta be able to stretch. I know with my salon team, I'm pushing them in all different directions. I've got people that you know posted you know, four times in the last year on, on social media. Um, in the last year, now in the last you know, month, they've posted like 10 times, you know, eight times, 20 times. So they're like getting stretched. And the biggest thing, and I'm challenging everybody to do that. You know, I come out every morning, I get, you know, get ready, you know, set some goals. Uh, I'm getting up, taking a shower, uh, putting on cologne for what? I'm not even going out in public. But it's just one of those things, like it, it kind of, it creates a sense of normalcy. It creates a sense of consistency. And, and that's what I'm craving right now. Uh, a lot of us are 
craving that because our whole routine, right? You had a routine, right? You had a, I, this is what happens. And, you know, sometimes you're like, oh man, you know, the routine, it, it's monotonous. But now we're like, oh shit, I wish I had a routine. I don't, I'm getting up. I'm, you know, there's only so many times I could walk from my bedroom to the living room, living room to the bedroom, pet the dog. Hey, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Walk, take a lap around the house. It's like, what is going on? So I'm craving that uh that little sense of normalcy i'm craving that that sense of routine and i'm finding i'm able to do that if i you know things i can control uh in the military you know we used to talk about this like three foot world you know i was in the infantry and the three foot world is just the things around you and that's really what you can control you can't control you know the coronavirus you know the doctors are doing the best they can and they can't control it you can't control you know with the weather you can't control a lot of things are outside of your three-foot world outside of your immediate you know purview so why stress on those things why worry about those things and that's a big thing if you're if you're wondering right now like what's gonna happen uh, look around you look at that three-foot world around you and work on that you know work on that what can I control you know if I'm if my target is to you know you know sell something online you know I can control the amount of content that I'm pushing out I can control the price of that product uh, potentially I can control the information that's getting disseminated um, those things I can control I can't control what the person does on the other end um, I just got to produce you know and, I, and I'm gonna do everything I can do so if you're finding yourself you're kind of in one of those um, positions where you're wondering what's going to happen next just look around you that's what's next right tackle the thing that's immediately in front of you tackle the thing that's right in front of your face um, and not getting hung up on things that you literally that are in the big scheme of things are not going to matter are going to be things that you're like all right well that didn't happen or that did happen but you know if you got your health if you're on if you're on story time with sunny d hanging out with me right now you're you're probably doing okay right you at least have internet connection you at least have ability to you know maybe listen and you can see um, if you if you're doing this I mean you're you're not in you know it's not dire straits time you're not like the world is not over um, definitely not yet not by my account you know I'm in Florida the weather's generally nice I can look outside the window in front of me and there's you know there's green leaves on the tree there's a sun little shine going on I see a little breeze happening out there you know, it's like those things, there's always some, there's always a bright side of every shit sandwich, right? It, it doesn't matter um, if you can find the problem, but if you're like a, if you're not a solver, right? Great, you found the problem, what are you gonna do about it? Um, so there's a lot of things I can't control, so I, why am I gonna worry about those? But things that I can hack, that I can control, that I, ha I can have impact on, those are the things I'm going to start looking at. Um, those are the things I'm going to start paying attention to. Um, and, and if you're, if you have that, you know, kind of in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like if you're like, yeah, what can I control? You're right. You're taking notes, right? Write it down. What can I control? Three foot world. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Then it's just a matter of keep and reinforcing that. You know, whether it be listening to me, listening to someone else, but I'm looking around, I'm looking at a lot of my my mentors and the people that I look up to. Uh, they're they're you know they're they're charging forward, right? Because they understand that, and that's a thing that you know I I was told early on, you know. But when you're you know 18 going in the military, it's like yeah, man, I can control the whole 
deal because I'm like invincible. Uh, but do you realize real quick, you know, as soon as you get in, you get in some live fire exercises or live firing, you're like, whoa, like that bullet leaves the chamber. Uh, it's out of your control at that point. Everything up to that point before you pull the trigger, um, those are things you can control. But once that bullet leaves, you know, if you did the best you can, it's gonna find its target or hopefully find its target and that's out of your control after that. And so in this corona economy, I think about, you know, what can you control? What can I control? What, you know, what things can I have impact on? Um, what can I do? Um, and I'm trying to find that sense of normalcy, trying to find uh, your new daily routine, right? Because you have to create a new one, right? It's, you know, you can sleep the noon, like that was cool, like the first two, three days, but you know, we're now on a month, you know, since our my, all my businesses shut down. I remember a month ago, um, I was in Austin and I was finishing up an amazing uh, week of training and then we had a um, assessment, right? We did this assessment and it was rocking, everything was rolling um, and then the next day the world shut down for us. Um, I had to make the hardest decision I ever had to make. Uh, it was like kind of looking, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday, I was like looking left, looking right, like looking at other salons like, you know, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? And, and like nobody was doing anything. Everyone was just like waiting, like, like I'm going to keep working. We're just, and I'm just like, oh man. And so I was like, all right, well, I kind of flashed back to when I was open in the salon and I was waiting for someone else to do something. And I mean, it, it just, if it's not happening, guess what? It's up to you, right? Sometimes the, the, the person you're looking for is uh, in the mirror. So making that decision now a month, like that's a long time, right? To be completely out of business. I mean, you know, we're out of the business, but I, I like to say we're not out of business um, because we still have guests that we're loving on. We're still reaching out to them. Um, we're still doing the best we can to offer them value, um, whether that be through videos, through tutorials, through messages, through products, through delivering it to their doorstep. Um, we launched pmtakehome.com, which is like taking off. Um, we've been able to even use you know, our uh, capabilities to help out some other salons and stylists that maybe um, didn't have those capabilities. So that's been awesome because yeah, it feels good to be able to help them out. We're all kind of helping each other, um, but those things, so we're able to offer those, we're able to offer you know advice and you know whether it be through a video consult, whether it be through a phone call, whether it be through a, any method you can think of. Um, I'm, I'm relying on myself and my team to like kind of think about, okay, what could we do um, for our guests today? Um, what could I do for my team today? And when you start focusing on what you can do for other people or you start focusing on how you could help someone else out, it kind of takes some of that worry weight off of your shoulder. It kind of takes some of that worry about yourself out of the picture. Um, and all of a sudden you get in, you get in, you get in, helper mode you get in servant mode now I'm gonna say that with a disclaimer if you are not healthy um, and you don't have yourself in a right place mentally then work on that first right get yourself where you need to be uh, so you can then be of assistance I share this with the future professionals when I do uh, these virtual guest artists and pretty much all guest artists I always talk about being selfish is is uh, something that is a good thing it's got a bad rap now not being selfish to where you know you're screwing over other people and shitting on other people not that kind of selfish I'm talking about the selfish where you're securing your mask first just like they tell you on the airplane secure your mask first and then assist those around you.
they don't tell you, uh, look at the row in front of you, help them put all their mask on. Look at the row behind you, help put all their mask on. Look at the person to your right, the person to your left, help them put all their mask on. And then, oh yeah, by the way, after that, uh, it's too late, you're dead, right? That's not what they tell you. And so I'm sharing that with you guys because if you're feeling like you can get, you got yourself in the right mindset, right? You're you're getting plugged in, you're coming to story time, you're reading up your podcast, you're, tuned, you're programming your brain, right? I call it, you know, positive brainwashing. Um, everyone's brains, you know, it gets gunked up, it gets cluttered, it gets, you know, all kinds of crap, whether it be crap you're putting in it, whether it be crap other people are putting in it, um, whether it be man-made, whether it be, uh, you know, wherever it's coming from, the crap over time. And I'm not just talking about drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about like crap that you listen to, whether it be yourself, like telling yourself, oh, I look this, I look that. Those things, yeah, that's crap. Um, and then somebody else is crapping on your, your brain and all of a sudden your brain's a, it's a mess. And so what do you have to do when you have a mess? What do you do with your car when it's dirty? What do you do with anything? You wash it. And so brainwashing, not like to, to harm you, but to help you is a positive thing. And, you know, so I'm positively washing my brain every single day. All the books that, you know, that uh, over here, right? All the books that I'm, I'm uh, reading on a regular basis, all the podcasts that I'm listening to, all the videos I'm trying to consume, my mentors, that board of advisors that I talked about a couple story times ago, all of that is where I'm brainwashing myself to stumble into success. I'm brainwashing myself to fall forward instead of backward. I'm brainwashing myself to get on the front side of the problem versus the back side. I'm brainwashing myself to be able to have this mentality to deal with a problem. And I was talking with one of our regional Paul Mitchell uh, directors yesterday, and I kind of felt I, I didn't know how I should feel about it because she's like, you know, what's going on? You know, how are you doing? You know, this is, you know, this is crazy times, right? And she's checking in on me, just offering me some, you know, reinforcement and some encouragement. And I mean, I appreciated that, and it was great to connect. But I, I was, I was sharing with her. I was like, you know, I kind of feel like. You know, it's kind of amazing, but not amazing like that people are sick and people are dying and our businesses are cut down and our income has been reduced. Not that, like that doesn't feel amazing. That feels like shit, like, oh man, like I don't want a person to die from some virus that they didn't even know was around and just attack them and a family member is now gone. Like that doesn't feel amazing. Having all of my businesses shut down now for a solid month since, you know, middle of March, that doesn't feel amazing. I'm having my team at home and we're, you know, our, our incomes are, have been reduced by 20, 30, 40, 50%. That doesn't feel amazing. But what I think I was, I was trying to get at was um, I feel amazing because there is a there is a, a problem there's a there's a crisis there's a challenge and that's where i like to operate i like to operate in the dirt of you know stuff is happening and i want i go into i it's all of a sudden it's like another gear you know when everything's working right you know i'm kind of walking around everything's like okay you know everything's working everything's fine 
and but it's like I'm a problem solver. I'm a so I'm a problem seeker. Um, I like to fix and build, and I think that's I mean that's the entrepreneurial spirit. That's the 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 mindset. This like never quit attitude. I don't know, but I just was like you know what I feel amazing like this. I was like this is amazing, and I felt bad for saying that, but I'm like this is an opportunity. This is a challenge and an opportunity where. Uh, you know, if you're if you're one of those people, like a firefighter, like a wartime general, like a, you know, I, I always I tell people that they're like, what do you do for a living? Sometimes I tell them I'm a firefighter, and like, oh, what what fire department do you work with? And I'm like, the salon 1.0. They're like, what? That's a fire department? I'm like, I put out fires, you know, and and I don't know, am I am I am I gonna start a fire just so I have something to do? Sometimes potentially, you know, you try to put yourself out of business every day you know tinkering and trying new stuff um if you're not pushing those edges and finding where those edges are if you're just staying in your lane and staying and i talked about this you know with with one of the guys that was on our call the other day it was like yeah i'm gonna stay in my lane you know i was taught to stay in my lane i'm gonna stay in my lane and wow hold on a second That's going to be interesting. Hold on one second. Oh, wow. I hope that wasn't... Was that on mute the whole time for these these guys on Facebook? That's going to suck, right? They're going to be like, oh, man, this is, this is messed up, man. Um, but if you're sorry about that, if you guys are on Instagram, hey, listen, if you guys are on Facebook right now and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like this thing was on mute the whole time. Guess what? That's why you always have a B, a C, a D, a E. So I got Instagram live. They're locked in. That video is being recorded. That video will land on Facebook somehow. Dang, I, I think I had you guys muted the whole time. And I've got the audio and I've got the podcast and I think this is hilarious because that just shows you, right? I don't got all this shit figured out either. I just was popping off for 20 minutes and my whole Facebook live feed was muted. Um, so there you go. But as I was saying, the lane, right? So the guy's like, yeah, you know, and he was in the military and in the military, it's like stay in your lane. So you kind of get that programmed into you um, in the beginning. And then when I'm out of the military, then it's like, I want to go in every single lane. I'm left lane, right lane, middle lane. You know, I'm driving down the wrong way on a one way. You're tinkering. As a creative person, as a as a entrepreneur, you're tinkering. As a hairstylist, you're tinkering. If you have that little vein in your body, that entrepreneurial spirit, you start tinkering with things. Um, and when you start tinkering, that's how you discover, right? So in this period of time, in this like you know this Corona, as I call it, the Corona economy, when we're all kind of like you know we don't know what's going to happen and why it's happening and none of that, this is the time to tinker. Um, this is the time to really try new things. Um, this is the time where I'm like pushing the edges of the envelope and figuring out what could I really do. And one of the things I shared with our, our regional uh, yesterday, I was like, you know, I was kind of pissed because I was like, you know what? Um, you know, I was, I was like talking about pmtakehome.com and I was like, yeah, you know, I built built out the website and we're, you know, we got our sales going on and we're able to offer our products delivered to your doorstep. I call it beauty delivered. Um, so I was like, that's going good and that's helping create revenue to help pay our team. And and I was like, but you know, I'm pissed. And she's like, you know, she's like, why are you pissed? I'm like, because 
I've been talking about that and wanting to do that for the last two to three years. And uh, now I did it in two days. And so I'm like, you know what? What else have you been making up some bullshit excuses for? What else have you been putting off? What else have you been mailing it in? What else have you been kind of just on on uh, on, on snooze, on cruise uh, control or snooze control? What else could you do? Why did it have to be a pandemic? You know, a pandemic forced the best to come out of you. A pandemic forced you to rise up. Um, so I was kind of pissed, you know, not, you know, at myself just as like, because I know and I talk about this stuff all the time, like, what could we really do? Um, so if you're feeling that, if you're feeling like, yeah, you know, my back's against the wall, uh, I'm not exactly sure, um, then just hear this, you know, you have more in you. Um, if you're listening to this, you have more in you, um, you have more to do, you can do more, um, you should do more, um, you will do more. Don't let it just be Corona made me do it, right? Because you should be doing some of the things you've been talking about and thinking about and putting off. You should be doing them anyway. I should be doing them anyway. But it took the Corona to make me do it. Um, so that's where I kind of coach myself and give myself, you know, the the, the swift kick in the ass that I need because I know like every one of us can at times be completely full of shit. And the sooner that you you know, accept that and say, yes, that is true. Um, if you're writing that down, it's okay. I'm full of shit. Write it down on this date, April 15th, 2020, during the coronavirus pandemic, I was listening to a guy and he started talking about the corona economy and I was on a show called Storytime and he made me do it. He made me write down you know, sometimes, and it's not all the times, you could write sometimes if you want, you could write sometimes I'm full of shit because it's true, right? We're all full of shit from time to time. Think about the excuse, right? You make an excuse. Why do you make an excuse, right? Because that's just what we do. We try to create something, right? Why are you late for work? You know, yeah, there are accidents, there is traffic, but is that why you're late for work? Or is it the fact that you left the house with barely enough time to get there or you woke up late and you didn't have barely enough time to get ready is it because of that or are you full of shit when you say oh yeah traffic was so bad or this lady um, at the red light didn't know what you you know we make up shit all the time because we're creative and so take some of that energy Right, take some of that creativity, that ability, and start creating uh, some of that, you know, some of that for good. Right, start creating some of that for, uh, for the time that we're in right now, the Corona economy. Um, so that's my opening for story time today. So I come on each and every morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, and I'm reading one of two uh, books. The first book, YFY, your first year in the beauty industry, I'm either going to be reading a chapter from that book or I'll be reading a chapter from uh, YFY, your first year in salon ownership. Ownership. Ready to own a salon right now? Because <laughs> if you do, guess what? It says open for business. You know, the new title, the 2020 Corona Economy title of this book is going to be closed, closed for business, right? Because <laughs> yeah. right now where we are, we're closed for business. Um, so I've had a lot of fun doing these chapter reads um, and reworking these chapters. Yesterday was a banger. I've got a lot of awesome feedback from you guys on the 
networking chapter, uh, which when I read these, it's cool because I'm able to kind of adapt them for the current environment. I'm able to kind of go into like how I would approach um, this topic or that topic based on where we're at right now, based on what's happening right now. Um, so that's been fun, the live editing, the editing on the fly. So if you haven't uh, heard or listened to that chapter on networking, the videos on my uh, should be on my Facebook page. If you're on Instagram, uh, friend me up on my profile is Sunny D E E on Facebook. If you're listening to the podcast, same thing. Um, the podcasts are being recorded, so that episode's live. They go live immediately after um, the live stream's over. I finish editing up, and the podcast will be on there, so you can listen to it. If you want to listen, go for a walk. You want to watch it? It's there. Um, so I'll be having all the videos there but check it out and the thing that i think a lot of people were enjoying and, and why i think a lot of people were fired up because it was it was like oh shit i still got a network like yeah you do like i thought i got out I, you know i thought i got off the hook and i was talking about the introverts like myself that like i'm, I'm having a blast because i'm social distancing which i've been trying to do fucking my whole life uh you know i've been trying to social distance and now it's the thing it's the hottest thing but you know because i'm i'm not like i'm a hairstylist i'm a public speaker i jump up on stage and jump around like a maniac um but that's not my comfort zone you know i like to be able to help people and if that's what i got to do i just got to get out of my comfort zone but my comfort zone you know i, I like i like the this <laughs> the isolation you know i like spending time with myself by myself i have no like social distancing i've been i've been preaching that shit for years i'm like please uh but you know the industry that i'm in i wouldn't want to be in another one because it's beautiful like it's called the beauty industry for a reason i um, mean the things that i get to do the people that i get to help the people that I get to work with I love that shit like having somebody and you know coming into the salon and you know or, or even salons that we've taken over where you know they don't they maybe don't see themselves as you know that hundred thousand dollar producer or they don't see themselves as the da, 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 fill in the blank and I'm able to encourage that I'm able to unlock that potential I'm able to release them into the world like I love that um, so that means I got to go in and interact with people and get socially close to people and then doing hair like that's a ton of fun i mean you're cutting people's hair you're shaping it you're coloring it you're like design you're like a designer right i'm like louis vuitton i'm like oh yeah like it's so much fun but i got if that means i gotta get to have that kind of fun i gotta get outside of my comfort zone i gotta get a little closer to people uh, that's just what i gotta do um so I think the networking thing, if you are that introvert, that episode yesterday is fire. You're going to love it. You'll be able to go on and, and learn. Like I'm, And if you're stepping up for that challenge that I put out there about contacting people, reaching out to people, um, do it, right? What the hell do you have to lose? Like, why not? Make 20 friends a day. Make 10 friends a day. What are you going to do? There's only so much you can, I mean, well, there's, you could probably, if you wanted to watch Netflix 24 hours a day or, or whatever, you could do that if that was the goal. Um, but interact with some people, do some networking during this Corona economy, build your network. Um, and you never know, some of you will be going into new industries. Some of you will be getting new jobs. Some of you, your businesses that you were in or, you know, used to own are not going to exist anymore. 
So maybe now's the time to network. And I'm, I'm not telling you that to, you know, like, oh, shock you. I'm just giving you, like, some reality here. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm the most optimistic motherfucker you'll ever meet. But I'm telling you right now, there are people, businesses, that will not exist post-coronavirus. It's the corona economy. So why not take this opportunity and instead of looking at it as, as a problem, looking at it as the opportunity where you can start networking and meeting other people through the internet that could potentially grow that network and you can scratch my back, I can scratch yours. And so that was a big thing that was going on yesterday and I got a lot of feedback, so hopefully you guys are fired up about that. Um, and that was, so we did chapter one, we did chapter two, we did uh, chapter four, we did chapter five, the hustle muscle, we did the networking chapter, which was chapter six, we did chapter seven, which was goals, set them but don't forget them. We did chapter eight, the mentors and coaches. So we've got right now chapter three, which is the salon interviews. It's not love at first sight. Um, we've got chapter nine, location, 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 why bouncing around will ruin your career. And then we got chapter 10, the what if you do make it. And then we have final thoughts. And after that, I mean, we've literally gonna, we've, we're gonna have gone through um, the entire book. So that's probably like, what, four more? Oh, uh, let's see, one, two, three, yeah, four, really four more. I mean, in the very end, there's some case studies or some acknowledgements. If you, um, if you have the book, you can check all those out. Um, but four more, and then we're gonna be jumping into uh, the next book story time rolls on and by the end of our coronavirus lockdown I'm gonna have read through uh, both of these books and hopefully shed shed some light and insights on them so let's see which one do we want to do location 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 the what if you do make it or the salon interviews chapter hmm Three, nine, or ten. Three, nine, or ten. Three, nine, or ten. Three, nine, or ten. Which one should we do? Let's see. Anybody want to throw a number out there? You want to pick the chapter? Yeah, buddy. You want to pick a chapter? Throw a number up. Three, nine, or ten. Three, nine, or ten. Instagram, where you at? I see a nine. I see a nine. I see a ten. Do I hear a three? Three, nine, or 10? Throw it up, throw it up. What do you think? Three, nine, or 10? Location, location, all right, all right. That's another one, we got another nine. We got another nine. Looks like it might be nine, nine. Chapter three, nine, or 10, going once, going twice, a three. And a nine. You don't know. You're kind of you're kind of uh, conflicted. You're like three nine. Mm. Going once three nine or ten. Going twice three nine or ten. Sold. We're gonna go into nine. Location location. So this chapter location location location. Why bouncing around will ruin your career. Now, what's ruining your career? You know what does that look like for you? For some people, you know, ruining your career. It's like um, you know, your career is, you know, stalled. For some people, that's what ruining your career looks like. It's stalled. Maybe it's, it's just not moving. It's not going in, in the right direction. For some people, it might be ruining your career is like, you know, maybe you decided now you're out, you're out of the beauty industry. 
Um, now you've just decided to quit completely and you're gone. Um, that's your career in beauty. Now, keep in mind, I said it's location, 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 why bouncing around will ruin your career, not ruin your life, okay? Uh, you know, if you end up out of the beauty industry, that's not, your life is not over, okay? That's, there's other industries you can get into. I've seen people do it. Um, but when we're talking about ruining um, your career, meaning you started over, you know, if you've been in the industry for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, right, you should be pretty well established, making a pretty decent income. Um, and, and some people, to get to that point, it's hard, number one. To get to that point, a lot of people don't get to that point because a lot of people, they throw in the towel way before that, you know, because they're like, oh man, especially if you're a commission, which I think, I mean, personally, I think commission, let me take a sip of this tea. I got some tea I made this morning. It's a pumpkin spice. It's getting cold, so it's going to be iced tea by the end of this, but it was hot tea. I gotta keep the vocals fresh. I got a guest artist later this afternoon with a one of our schools in Chicago. Gotta keep the vocals good. But if you're looking at your career like a, we'll say the average, we'll just say like an average, like a career is 20 years. Uh, people aren't putting things into perspective. You know, I work with a lot of youngins, right? I work with a lot of like tw early 20s, you know, the youngest, you know, I've had you know people 18, 19 just getting started. They're, you know, barely, they didn't have a clue. Like at the end of the day, the world is, it's crazy. And until you've had a few years out there on your own, um, it's, it's hard to really understand what the world's about. Um, and when you start your career, thinking about it as 20 years, right? I just wanna get, you, get that number in your head. So if you're starting something right now, and you're changing careers, starting a new career, whatever it is, I just want you to add 20 years to what you're doing, and just that's starting with the end in mind, that's big picture thinking, 20 years is the career, and then I want you to go back, okay, what's half of that, 10 years, right? What's a quarter of that, five years? So a lot of people don't even make it through the first quarter. If you've ever played sports, I don't care if it's hockey, baseball, uh, football, uh, whatever, volleyball, you know, tennis, I don't give a damn what it is, but there's going to be some kind of, you know, whole complete game and you're going to have maybe a halftime or you call it a quarter, then you have a period, whatever you call it, there's going to be these segments. So think about that. You're playing basketball. We'll just use basketball. Right, they have four quarters. You know, maybe they're maybe they're 15 minutes a piece. So the entire game is 60 minutes. What do you think? What kind of results do you think we would get? Or what kind of uh, you know value would would, would you get? What kind of anything would we get if you watched a game and at the end of the first quarter they just stopped playing? They just took the ball and see shit. We're done. Like like imagine that, huh? How would the Super Bowl work if you never even made it to halftime? right play one quarter football and it's a wrap like that would be you'd be like what the you'd be like there it would be no way no way so i want you to think about that if you're under five years you haven't even made it through the first quarter of your quote unquote career 
So I just want to put that in perspective because some people think, you know, I've been here for six months and I'm not, I haven't made it yet. I'm out of this place. Fucking sucks. Like this salon's crap. Like you haven't even made it to the first quarter of your career. And so in that first period, that first quarter, whatever you want to call it, it's, you know, we're talking five years. If you've worked in two, three, four, five salons, you're probably, you know, kind of stuck because what's happening is what I'm talking about in this chapter that's ruining the career. So ruining can be an ongoing thing. If you're restarting, just like that game, you're restarting after every quarter, all right, we just played a quarter of football, let's go back to zero and start over. You'll never finish, you'll never build it, you'll never finish the game. And if you look at your career as a 20 year game, a 20 year challenge, and you're quitting after three months, six months, nine months, or you're bouncing around and around, you're gonna be stuck in the first quarter for 20 years. And there are people, my friends, my Instagram peeps, my Facebook Live, my Zoomers, my Snappers, my whoever's that's on here on these different streams. There are people that you know, that you know right now that are still in the first quarter and they've been doing this shit for 20 years. Now, if I were watching a football game, a baseball game, a basketball game, a whatever game, and they just kept playing and playing and playing the first quarter over and over and over again, I would be pissed. And those people are. I would be furious. And those people are. And, I, and here's the thing. My goal with this chapter is have you not be those people. So on with it. Let's get into it. All right, so chapter, we're on chapter nine. Here we go. <clears throat> location, location, location. Why bouncing around will ruin your career. And like all great chapters, uh, we're going to start again. We're going to start again with a quote. If you're not satisfied with your environment, answer this question. Have you committed 100%? If not, then your environment probably hasn't either. I want you to think about that. If you're not satisfied with your environment, have you committed 100%? And if not, then your environment probably hasn't either. It's kind of like if you're not putting in, your environment's not putting in. And that quote was by a guy named Sonny D. You may have heard of him. Location, location, location. Why bouncing around will ruin your career. Okay, so you finally decided to start working. You found the right salon and you're ready to begin the journey. As you begin the journey, you discover along the way, maybe this is not the place for you. So then you start looking around for a new opportunity. A friend tells you about another salon that just opened up. So you have an interview and you start working at your second salon. After a while, you decide there may be another opportunity and this starts the path that will slowly but surely ruin your career. As you are beginning, you need to think about building your career. You need to think of it like building a house. First, you will need to find a plot of land to do all the excavation and make sure that everything looks good so you can begin to build. As you start laying the foundation, if you see another plot of land and go over there, what do you think is gonna happen? 
Are you not going to pick up where you left off? You're not. You're not going to have to start. You're going to have to start all over again. Before you know it, you have all these little foundations that you started building and time is going by. Months turn into years and years turn into nothing. Bouncing around from one location to another location, I have seen cause a very slow death to many stylist careers. Using the interview tips that I shared earlier, you wanna make sure that when you are going to commit to a salon that you plan to stay there and build you're going to be building goodwill, not only between yourself and the salon owner, but, to, but between yourself and the guest. When you think that you're going to leave and all of your guests that you've been working with are going to follow you, you are sorely mistaken. Will some guests follow you? Sure they will. But typically what we see is when somebody leaves, they lose roughly 60 to 80% of their business. If you do, if you do that, one or two times you are completely starting from scratch. I worked in a salon where I had a guest tell me that they did not know what I would do if if they would, did not know what they would do if I ever left. They said if if I left they would be lost without me. The reality is when that time came and I did leave to start my own business, those guests were nowhere to be found. That is the reality of guest loyalty. You have to remember this is a business. Those guests are loyal to the location that they are going to and once you have created a pattern for them and they are used to going to that location, that is most likely what they are going to remain doing. So when you are deciding on a salon, I want you to think about not going to work for the commission but going to work for the salon. What do I mean by that? I will share a short story with you. And I'm going to jump in here real quick. You know, I talk about that 70, 60, 70, 80%, you know, people that don't follow. You know, I only worked in one salon in my career and it was one of the best salons in, in Tampa and great reputation, great ownership, great everything, uh, built and built and built and built. And when I left, hardest decision I ever had to make, it was to start my own business, which didn't get off the ground for a whole nother year, right? Because I didn't start planning it until I left the salon because I have this thing called uh, integrity and I'm not gonna be planning a salon opening and behind that owner's back. That's just not good for business and the world is a wheel and it will come around and kick you in the ass. Um, so if you're in a salon right now, that's a little disclaimer, a little tip from Uncle D over here. Um, you're thinking about leaving and opening your own spot. Don't do any shady shit behind the scenes. I've caught stylists doing that I've in my own company. I never did it because I know like that's just bad karma. And whatever you believe in, trust me, that will come around and bite you in the ass. Um, so when I left, a year later I opened. Um, but yeah, I lost a lot of people. Right, and they were people. Oh, I love you. I can't live without you. And ba ba da ba ba da ba. And, uh, and you know, and some of them that found me, I was like, oh Jesus, I didn't want to do their hair anymore, but they found me. So it's weird, but you will lose a big chunk um, every time you decide, you know, to kind of bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce. Um, so let's get back to the story. So I'm going to share a short story here. There are two guys, Dave and Bill, that went to work for a railroad. A railroad. They started working the same day and they began doing the same job. One day, 
Dave was out there in the hot sun, pounding away as a railroad car slowly started to approach. The railroad car came to a stop and someone leaned out the window and yells, Dave! Dave Anderson! Dave wipes the sweat from his brow and looks up and noticed it, is his, it was his friend Bill. He went over to the car and they embraced. Bill invited him inside and they sat and talked for what seemed to be for maybe an hour. They embraced once more and Dave went back to work. As he walked back out into the hot sun over to the crew, one of the guys said to Dave, Hey Dave, is that Bill? Bill Murphy? The president of the railroad? Yep, sure is. We have been friends for over 20 years. 20 years ago, we started at this railroad on the same day. The coworker asked, well, how is it that you are still out here working in the hot sun with us and Bill Murphy is the president of the railroad? Dave, without hesitation, said this. It's pretty simple. 20 years ago, when we started this job, I went to work for $5 an hour. Bill, on the other hand, he went to work for the railroad. The moral of the story is when you decide to go to a salon, you decide to join that salon. You decide to go to work for that salon, not for the commission, not for the paycheck. That is how you are going to build goodwill. That is how you're going to build a solid business. So I want you guys to be thinking about that. It's a mentality. That's what I'm talking about right there, mentality. When you go to work for a salon, you're going to work for that salon. If you're going to work for the paycheck, you can get a paycheck anywhere. You don't need to go work at a salon. You go work for, if you're just looking for the paycheck, you can find paychecks, especially if you're just starting out in the salon, you're not gonna be making, go work at Amazon. I mean, they're paying 17, 18 bucks an hour. You're not going to be making that starting working in a salon in the beginning. But over time, if you go to work for that salon, I've got people making 40, 50, 60 dollars an hour. You know, I'm looking at people's, you know, income, what they're doing, but that's not in the beginning. You might be working for, you know, minimum wage, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 bucks an hour, some, somewhere in there in the beginning. But if you go for the paycheck, get that from somewhere else. But if you go work for that salon, like in this story, when you hear about Bill, you know, becoming the president, you know, because he went to work for the railroad. So back to the story. The opportunity may come for you to travel and you do not have to limit yourself to the city or state that you live in. When you are looking for an ideal position in the salon, be open-minded. Use tools available to, you see, to see what is available out there. I recommend to interview at least three salons before you make a decision. Look at the pros and cons and use the salon interview tips that I shared in an earlier chapter. Make a decision and once you make it, you need to think about sticking to it. Location is important. In some cases though, you may find a location that is not on a busy main street but may have all the other attributes that you are looking for. So you want to weigh those against each other. If you are depending on only the salon location to bring in clientele, you need to go back and read the networking chapter we did yesterday, okay? 
I have salons that are in prime locations and I have salons that experience a high volume of walk-in traffic. Some experience a lower volume of walk-in traffic, but the difference maker for any stylist will always come down to that stylist. So you want to consider that traffic is not the only deciding factor. You also want to consider when you're working in that location that you are farming around that location. You want to make yourself a frequent patron in different places around that location. Your first year in the beauty industry is really going to be your hardest year, so just remember that it does take time. If you are coming into an established salon, you may have that support from the salon to receive new guests that are coming in, but I would not rely on that solely. Making a firm commitment to that location that you are at is the quickest way to build your business. Uh, one of my stylists that I can think of that has been with our company for six years has a former classmate that for the same amount of time has continued to bounce around from salon to salon to salon. As I watch this individual still continue to struggle, it seems like every year they are rebuilding their clientele. Meanwhile, the stylist at my salon has experienced 10 times the growth in the same amount of time. Not by coincidence, it's by commitment. Commit to a location, commit to a salon, stay put, and you will build a solid business that continues to pay you for the years to come. As I like to say, stick and stay is bound to pay. So that's my, my hot take, my tips on location, location, location. Why bouncing around will ruin your career. Um, hopefully you guys are thinking about that. If you're, you know, if you're starting a location, you know, we had a salon in, in this one neighborhood that we, um, we had to close, right? Just wasn't performing where we needed it to be. And when we closed it, I thought about that as an owner and as a stylist because I'm a stylist first. So I thought about that and I'm like, you know, this is a this is a location and bouncing around, like even moving the salon, like I had to move that salon three times, well, two times in a one year. But it was critical for me to maintain that proximity because I know how guests are. They like their routine. They like to know where they're going. They're like, that's my salon. That's my neighborhood. That's my ba 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 ba. A lot of times, as, as stylists, sometimes we get hung up and we got an ego and we think, you know, these guests are so loyal to me. And you move across town and, and see what happens. You know, I've had plenty of stylists leave over the years and retained a lot of those guests because they like coming to the salon location. They like coming to, you know, there always will be guests that leave. I mean, that's just part of the game. Um, I've had people that have traveled stupid distances to come see me uh, where I'm probably the guest that wouldn't do that. I'd probably stay if I'm, you know, in the neighborhood and I go to the neighborhood salon. I probably would have maybe a, my favorite person at that salon in that neighborhood, but that's still kind of my salon. I have a lot of guests that are like that too. So I kept that in mind as a business owner to keep that location in that same you know area. Um, so just the same mentality as a stylist. And I know that you know those stylists you know like in that location are going to do so much better because a lot of those guests are loyal to um, to that neighborhood. So that's just something to think about. I mean, yes, you might not get it right, right? You might not get that salon right, but if you're doing and you're putting some of these things in practice, the interview techniques, you're putting those in practice, um, vetting the salon, learning how to interview a salon, if you're putting that in practice, uh, making sure that 
you're putting some of these things that I've been reading, you know, about over the past, you know, couple of weeks, you're putting those things in practice, that's going to create, um, that's going to create the loyalty, um, that's going to create the brand, that's going to create the, the repeat business, right, the way that people continue to come and see you. And so if you vet the salon, if you find that right salon, a lot of times the reason why people leave is because they don't properly vet a salon. You know, I've had people come in, you know, a week later, I already knew I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm vetting them, but, but I'm, I'm the guy that's like, I'm hiring, you know, I'm hiring people, right? I don't really hire, you know, haircuts. I don't hire hair colors. I hire people. So I, I don't really care. Like I used to do things like, oh, do an audition, come in, do a haircut, do this and do that. And then I realized, you know what? Some people can do hair and they just are sucking at being a person. And so they're not there's no benefit and some people that shit the bed at doing hair but they're an amazing person they'll be the ones that help your company and you can really work with them so I started doing that I've tried so many things as 10 years as a salon owner opening you know eight different you know salons over that time and in I've learned and tested a lot of shit and I will tell you this hire people right people hire people that's the people business and so I know right now if if I I've got some really I've collected some really awesome people so say coronavirus came and it decided you know w all of a sudden we found out that whoa the coronavirus it stops hair from growing right it actually makes all your hair fall out permanently then what you know if you were hiring hair cutters and hair colors now you're shit out of luck because that's not an even a thing anymore and so what do you do? And so, but if you're hiring people, like I've got good people to where if that happened, if the coronavirus came and it stopped hair from growing, I wouldn't, it wouldn't phase me because I didn't hire hair cutters. I hired people. And if they're coachable, they got a good image and a good attitude in any business, I can work with them. And we'll just, we'll just get ninja, right? We'll get ninja, we'll get crafty and we'll figure out what direction we're moving in. We'll find a new marketplace. Or if we don't find a new marketplace, we'll make a new marketplace. Because I'm in the people collecting business. I'm not collecting hair cutters and colorists. And so it's just a mentality. It's a mindset shift. Um, and you need to be the same way when you go to that salon. What is that salon doing? You know, are they just going to make me a better hair cutter? Are they just going to make me a better colorist? Are they going to help me grow as a person? Are they going to help develop me as a professional? Forget professional fill in the blank, whatever, but as a person. I didn't say like CIA, our, our motto, like our, what I have all these wristbands I've got, got my YFY wristband, right? Got to have one of those. And then I've got my CIA wristband, my Team 1.0 CIA, coachability, image, and attitude. That's the CIA. That's what I hire. I don't give a damn if you if you can't I mean if you don't even know how to pick up your damn scissors but somehow you made it through beauty school and but you're a good person hey hire come go to the salon one.net apply now I'm looking for you I want you I hire good people so come apply come hang out we already hired one person since we've been locked down because I don't base it on oh can you cut hair uh, and this person they're still in beauty school we already hired one person because you know I hire people right and so those are things I want you guys to think about when you're vetting your salons, when you're looking to get yourself established, when you're starting your career, and how you can avoid um, that inevitable bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. So if you're watching, you're Facebooking, you're Zooming live, um, hopefully you got some awesome takeaways. If you're on the gram, if you guys are live, 
Um, hopefully you got some awesome takeaways. Uh, throw it in the notes. Throw like one thing that stuck out to you. My opening, you know, we, we talked a lot about, you know, that three foot world. You know, staying staying in your three foot world of what you can control, especially during a time like this. Um, every morning, you can count on me. If you need to get some normalcy in your life, 9 a.m., um, hop on Facebook, hop on Instagram. We'll be doing story time Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern. I'll come and share some stories. So hopefully you guys had a good um, a good experience today and, and got some takeaways. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I have a lot of fun sharing just insights and growing and, and checking in with you guys. So I'll be back tomorrow morning. Uh, make sure you share this. Bring a friend. Invite somebody. Do a watch party. If you're on if you're on Facebook, do a watch party. You know, with your team, bring them all the story time, or bring your school, or bring whoever, bring your family, bring your dog, whoever you want to bring. Uh, bring them to story time tomorrow. I'll be back at 9 a.m. Um, I'll be here, ready to talk with you guys, ready to share some more stories from YFY. And make sure if you haven't got your your books, either one of these you can get at your first year in your first year in.com, whether it's your ownership book, whether it's your um, first year in the beauty industry book. Um, and they're all, uh, I think they're 20% off right now if you use the code PMTSFP. Um, that's in the comment under the video, but it's PMTSFP, your first year in.com. If you're checking out the podcast, thanks for being here. And then if you haven't, I've given away, I think 10 so far. So these shirts, they're free. Uh, for you, you just pay a little five bucks for shipping, but you can get these shirts, the YFY, iHeart, YFY shirts. Um, there's the information on that is also in the post. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and I will see you guys tomorrow for story time. Hey, guys, Sunny D here again. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode of the YFY podcast, the location, location, location. Um, those tips, I know I've taken them into consideration. I've tried to share those. Um, it's a lot to think about, especially when you're talking about your career. So if you just keep that mindset of a career, you know, on average being 20 years and five, the first five years really being that first quarter, you just have to hang in there. You just have to stay focused. You just have to stay plugged in and you just have to commit. Those are things that are gonna help you. Um, if this is the career that you want, if this is the, the life that you want, if this is what you wanna do, uh, then it's gonna be critical that you put these things into practice. So thanks for tuning in. Um, check back in. Seems like every day I'm doing a podcast nowadays. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you're staying healthy as we continue to push through this coronavirus. Um, we're all kind of re-engineering ourselves for this corona economy. And I'm just hoping I can be a positive light for you to focus on as we get through this together. So thanks for tuning into the podcast. And as always, go to yourfirstyearin.com to check out all of the information and everything as it pertains to YFY. And remember, this is the podcast where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will have to build it again. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.